Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Recorded live. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Inspirational Expressions. I am your host, Enigmatic Mahogany, coming to you under the wonderful umbrella of POEC Radio, people of extraordinary talent, under the wonderful guidance, leadership of Black Eyes, the CEO of the Poets Organization. As always, we come here to inspire. So with that being stated, we're going to start tonight's show with our signature piece, Inspire. Invigorating, invigorating this life should be feeling energy rushing through your veins. Rid your life of those only feeding off your precious energy. Eliminate conversations that detoxify your spirits. Appreciate and be appreciated in this life. Navigate, navigate your own journey, make your own path, addressing all eight domains of your life. Brought forth by Dr. Nat. Health, education, personal development, financial, environment, family, spirituality, and recreation, too. Striving for success, not only defined by financial freedom, but intertwined with peace of mind and personal fulfillment. Personal fulfillment. Be all that you can be, just like the Army says. Just one can make a difference. You are of vital importance. Important, impacting each life you touch, considering someone outside of yourself. Taking the time to lend a helping hand. Radiating. Radiating positive energy in every breath you take, every action you partake. Engulfing. Engulfing in your dream, going beyond your wildest imagination. I, Enigmatic Mahogany, am here to invigorate, navigate, strive, personally fulfill, impact, radiate, engulf. I'm here to inspire you with my pen. And that is that piece, everyone. Once again, welcome to Inspirational Expressions. Tonight, we're going to do something a little bit different. Tonight, we're going to get Kaiserific, y'all, with none other than Christopher Kaiser. We're going to have a funky good time with our gentlemen tonight as we will discover and dissect the pages of what I love about you. We're going to have a phenomenal occasion. We will have the open mic session as well. That's the way we're going to actually give back to Christopher Kaiser this evening. As well, we're going to have an opportunity where you will be able to ask any questions or provide any feedback that you may have for this wonderful gist as well. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get this show started. We're going to get Christopher Kaiser brought in on the line. Once again, everyone, thank you so very much for joining this evening. And just a quick announcement with administrative duties, there will not, once again, I repeat, there will not be a show for this upcoming Sunday. That will be spring break for me and my family, so we will be out traveling and enjoying one another. I am never too far from my poet. I will still be linked up in Facebook. You can always feel free to connect with me at any time. The plan is to have the show the following weekend, so please keep your eyes open on the event pages as any further updates will be being made available. Greetings and salutations, Kaiser. Welcome to the show. How's it going, love? I'm doing fine. Thank you. How are you? I am blessed and highly favored and definitely glad and humbled to have the opportunity to share this platform with you this evening, Mr. Kaiser. Thank you. It's an honor. 
Well, I definitely appreciate my dear Kaiser. Now I want to go ahead and start deep diving. Let everyone know that may not know, and if they're not aware of who you are, I'm a little shocked. But for those of you that may not, I definitely want to give them a sneak peek into the life of Kaiserific because we're going to get Kaiserific this evening. Now I want to actually go back because you have so, so many talents. We're going to dissect them one by one. We're going to first begin by, of course, with the show introducing the book and the various books that you have implemented and first definitely speaking to what I love about you. Now, I know that you've been writing for quite some time, but I want to actually give the people on the phone lines the opportunity to know exactly when that got started. So when did you finally start getting into your writing and realize that, you know what, this is going to be my mission. This is how I'm going to touch lives through my pen, through my writing. Well, for me, I've always been writing uh, since I was a child. And um, with not having friends, that was like the the closest thing to ever talking to someone, ever reaching out. But I didn't really get into it till like um, 2009. A friend of mine invited me out to Legacy Books and Cafe, and he said, come on out, I'm performing. He's a singer. So while I was there, I saw all these different poets and all these different artists, and I'm like, wow. And so I would, every time I would go, I will go back home and start writing some more. And so one day I said, I just want to do it. What am I waiting on? Just go ahead and do it. And well, I'm glad that you did not wait any longer and definitely dove deep down because you took that time with so many young children, could have taken as a form of depression, definitely becoming an introvert and digging within themselves and not being able to reach out to anyone. But you channeled that accordingly and went into your writing. Now, writing is just one of the many facets and many of the talents that you do have. However, Kaiserific, you have a history of being a lot of things, such as an actor, dancer, playwright, director, and singer, <laughs> along with an assortment of other talents that have been displayed over the years. So definitely want to give them the opportunity to know the multi-purpose of the abilities in which you do have, Kaiserific. So let us know about each of those ventures, being acting, dancing, directing, playwright, and singing, and just some of the few that we may not even have listed in your bio. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I feel like I'm, this is my life, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. When I started out, I wanted to excuse my voice. I have been under the weather, but my voice is coming back. Um, I started out, I said I wanted to do something that everybody else wasn't doing as a kid. I didn't know how to sing at the time. I didn't know how to dance. So when I, when Michael Jackson, and I tell this every time, he's one of my biggest inspirations. And I love his writing style. I love his, his thought process of how to write and how to create. So when I saw the Jackson's American Dream and when I saw Remember the Time, I fell in love with Remember the Time. I said, oh, I want to dance like that. And And so from there... Oh, and that's how the whole dance thing got started. I was writing in between these years of all this, but I was fascinated with that. That was like my first line of entertainment. I said, I want to get a first name Michael Jackson. I want to get out <laughs> on stage do, you know, do the things that I saw him do. And I'm like, wow. And he, was, he, had a, he set this example regardless of what people said that you can do this and you ain't got to do this in your life to do that. You can do whatever you want. So... It was like it was a challenge, and, and believe it or not, you know, I got kicked down. I got 
teased about it. I got people thought I was mentally something wrong with me, and I'm like, whatever. This is me. This is it. This is where I'm at at this point in time. I was 11 years old, and um, it was an escape because I was afraid of change. And just being who I am now, being who I was then, shows a lot of growth. And it was just fun. So that's how I got into dance. And then in acting, I auditioned for my first musical in high school. I was 15 years old, uh, January of 1996. And it was for the Witness. I'm so happy. <laughs> and, uh, and I was auditioning for the Scarecrow, but back then they always gave seniors the, 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 the lead part. I'm like, oh, wow, whatever. <clears throat> And just, he didn't know how to he didn't know how to sing he didn't know how to dance really, but they gave it to him because he was a singer like whatever. So I got into different parts and and I stuck around in my drama club sponsor who was like a second mother and I also named her among the people who inspired me in my life. Um, directing I had got a little hands on directing during high school and some parts of college. Wow, it's just like, you know, you see what you see, and you see what your visions would see, and I just got into doing everything. I was just all over the place. High school, I was doing Raising the Sun, Senses, by August Wilson, Pearly, Grease, uh, Amen Corner by James Baldwin, a lot of different plays. I loved them a lot. I actually appreciated those more than anything. Um Directing, I I got a little little bit of directing. Uh, how I wanted to do it in college when my class was chose to do to work with a a famous a celebrity, um, Suzanne Rogers, who played Maggie Horton on Days uh, Our Lives, came to my college and we wrote the script and we put together the play and we had ideas of what we want to do and this and that. It was actually fun. And um, I just had fun with it from there on out. But I did take away a lot of that put to the side when my son was born in 2004 to make sure that he was taken care of before my needs. And him, he's he will be 11 this coming Tuesday, so it's a blessing to have him in my life. And I'm definitely so very glad that you can look at your son and say, you know what, even in 2004, he came to be a blessing. So definitely happy early birthday to your son coming up this coming Tuesday. Now, when your son came about, I know that certain things had to change. Like you said, you had to begin to focus on it's no longer about Kaiser, but it's indeed about the epitome, about the creation that Kaiser has brought into this world. So how has having a son impacted your writing career, being able to impact other facets of your work career? Or even, let's say, how does he inspire you to keep going and to keep pushing? You know, at first it was like, and I'll be very honest, I was very, very nervous about being somebody's dad. I was 22 years old when she told me she was pregnant. And He's here, and it's like I learned so much from watching him grow up that I strive to keep pushing to make sure that he doesn't have to struggle like I did. You know, um, I mean, some of the things I may do is my own personal choice to go into those directions, but 
overall, I do teach him the value of life, how to respect women, how to open doors, how to appreciate a woman for who she is. When you become a man, she will appreciate you even more for who you are. Absolutely, and those are the lessons that are old school, but definitely need to be brought back into the new age. So I completely mm-hmm. applaud you and commend you for teaching those values to your son at such an early age. And I know that he's had a huge, huge impact and factor on your writing style and just being more transparent in life as well. Now, I definitely wanted to also pay attention to a lot of the things that you are doing because I want people to know what your direction is, what your angle is. So with your writing, being one of your favorites, like I said, I know that you've did and dabbed in several things that we've spoken to, the acting, the dancing, directing, playwriting, and singing, mm-hmm. trying to be emulating of Michael Jackson. But when you're writing your book, when you're putting that pen on that paper, what is your main goal? What is your mission when you are formulating your book? Um, when I write, I hope to inspire you know, uh, inspires mostly to reach out, to inspire, to encourage, and hopes to motivate someone else to uplift, to 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 let someone know that they're not alone in all this. And maybe some writing that I mean may just be just just to clear my head, but mainly is to inspire because I am always inspired by people, so I want to give back the inspiration. And that's what it's about, being able to give back that inspiration. I'm so very glad that with that being indicated, it segues beautifully into inspirational presence. What is your story that will begin to inspire the masses near and far? Now, you've also had some good things up under your belt as well, Kaiser, with your writing. And I want to speak to how that felt, being nominated as a 2013 National Poetry Awards nominee. How did that feel for you? What was the feeling and the impression that first came about when you first got the news? When I found out that I got nominated, I seen I'm like, like what? Wow! You know, and it, was, it was funny. Ex Blue Rain, who was like my sister from another mother, who I love very dearly, she hit me up and said, "Hey, bro, you you're nominated." I'm like, "What?" I was half sleeping. I'm when she when she told me, I woke up and like, get out of here. But the the hair, you know, it was it was a good feeling. It you know. I've always said it's not always about the awards or how many books. It's not about how many, anything that you do. It's about how you touch people. But just just that, it was, just, it was really, it really, really touched me. You know, I didn't, I didn't win, but it was a good, it was a good start, you know. And it just makes me work harder to push more into being even better than, than before. I never stopped. Can't stop, won't stop, Kaiser. And that's definitely one of my signature pieces, and I'm very glad of that connection because as you speak to relationships in this industry, it's not necessarily about how talented you are, but sometimes it's about that teamwork, about those individuals that are there to support you. So I definitely do appreciate you taking the opportunity to pay homage to Explorain. Now, Kaiser, outside of being able to put it on paper, outside of being able to release books, You've also had the wonderful ability to ensure that you're presenting this on open mic venues as well in the St. Louis area. What are some of the venues in which you performed at? Um, as I stated before, 
I performed at Legacy Books and Cafe. Also at um, Poet Lightning has a show called Hustle Flow. And the experience is the last Monday of every month, and it's always one of the fabulous shows. And I get I get a chance to get in there. Um, I've done SWAYU. That was another show with X Lorraine that she hosted. Um, I I do a lot of different things. If I not, I try to call into the radio shows to make up for not being able to get out to the open mics as well. Um. There's a, there's a show I'm doing coming next month. It's called uh, My First Love is Poetry. And that's gonna and this is the first show tonight, but I wasn't able to make it. But um, I told them I'll be there for next month, and it's always going to be wonderful. It's already wonderful with the lineup they got tonight. Um, believe it or not, St. Louis have a lot of wonderful, talented people at a lot of these different venues. And I just get amazed to see them. But... I try to get everywhere I can. Um, there used to be a show called City Cafe. I used to do it was in the basement of a church. Um, uh, <laughs> I had done a book signing last year for someone. I, I performed. But it, I, I, I go anywhere where I feel it's, um, it was cool. And next Sunday I'll be at this bar and grill called Knockout. So I'll be featuring there. So I saw that was for last, and it's wonderful. So yeah, wonderful. It sounds like you definitely have your table full, your place full, shall I say? Now let me ask you this: because a lot of times there's a difference, kind of. There's a difference between a poet and a difference between an author and a spoken word entertainer that's able to present their talent, their work on stage. So how was the transition experience? I know that you wanted to emulate Michael Jackson with the dancing and singing, but being a little shy younger growing up, is the difference beyond getting up there on that stage and actually bleeding yourself out in front of individuals, which is in essence what an open mic experience is like. So how did you make that transition? You know, being off stage is one thing. Because you're not you're not put under so much pressure, but when you're on that stage, yeah, you have a lot of pressure. So sometimes with me, it's like uh, a metamorphosis. And even back then, I went out there, I did what I did, and and came out. But you know, it's a little more different now as a spoken word artist versus um, a Michael Jackson impersonator, because right now. I'm on a stage, and I may be doing a piece that 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 reflects on my feelings about this particular subject, and pouring my feelings out into it maybe more openly versus um, dancing, lip syncing into a song. So with me on stage, and I'm saying like. Um, um, one piece, I-D-G-A-F, you know, the, uh, the acronym for I start off, your words have no effect on me because I don't give a, and it can come off communicable for me. It can almost always come off serious, but to actually say what I feel is like, hmm. And it's, it's like, I guess it's the part, of like, like they say, poetry is therapy. So with poetry, to break, all right, to break it down like this, poetry I get to write everything that I'm saying in my hand and what I'm feeling versus spoken word. I'm only limiting 
what I want to, to, to interpret. But then again, over time for me, I've, I've leaked out and just exploded. <clears throat> and the author part is just the writing, writing itself. And, you know, the dance music is, that's, that's, that's fun. That's, that's, that's the party life part, you know. But, um, it's the transition is just, it, it, it takes you to another place, another time in your life. So, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's stutter, but it's a, um, it's, it's a really, um, it's a metamorphosis mentally for me. You you come the character, you come the parson, you come the poet. You know, when I'm on stage, I'm Kaiser, off stage, I'm Chris. And I make that transition because I want to make sure people know we are two different people. Kaiser is out there. He's open. He's he's very broad. He's very arrogant at moments. He's <laughs> he's uplifting. He's he's human. He's he's tackling the the world. Versus Chris, I'm laid back. I can tackle the world, but I choose not to tackle the world. I don't feel I have to tackle the world. So you know, so my personality traits is back and forth with it. Yeah. <laughs> now, as Kaiser Effect, you've had the opportunity to write various works, but I want to take you back, if you don't mind, Kaiser. I want to take you back to the very, very first publication. And just give the callers on the line, those in the chat room, those that may also tune in via the archives, take them back to the first book, the composition, what it felt like to have that first book released. What was the mindset, what was the thoughts as you were actually composing that masterpiece? <laughs> oh, wow. My first book, I was fire. This stands for freedom, independent, revelation, emancipation. Uh, back then, I was very, very excited. I was very, very eager. I was very, very impatient. And the pieces I wrote in the book, a lot of people say I was angry because I cursed up the storm. I went off. I went deaf into it. I was attacking for what everybody else was saying. And I think I wanted to come hard. And because I've seen all these revolutionary poets, all these conscious um, poets that I know speak all the great stuff, and I wanted to have that same feeling, the same vibe. But you learn over time that what you do is going to be different from what they do. They do what they do because that's maybe what they do. But then again, maybe not. And I had to learn to be me and learn to do my thing and master my thing before I can excel to any other kind of thing. I'm not saying I couldn't do what they do, but I had to learn to appreciate who I was and, and, and my talent because I felt that my talent wasn't as strong as theirs. But I say now, like, whatever, I'm doing me. <laughs> I was all about what I do now. 
And it has to be. You have to be able to dig deep within yourself and not worry about the outside world and determining where their platform or where their status or what their accomplishments have been. But your accomplishments have just begun, and they shall be very, very many. Now, I know I went back to the first book, Being Fire, Freedom, Independent, Revelation, Emancipation, but I want to go ahead and kind of segue into the remaining books that you've also written as well, because I believe you've actually had four more books published. Is that correct? Yes, I was on the writing, I was on book writing uh, frenzy. <laughs> I was going crazy with that. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to put out stuff. I want to be on top of it. <laughs> so um, I did it. The next book was called Episodes and common sense, messages, passages, thoughts, reflections, reflection, thoughts, and all that good-ish. I'm just going to call it ish, yeah. Um, the book did not sell at all. <laughs> oh, wow. It didn't It didn't sell at all. The first book, Fire, sold pretty. It sold decent for my first time. I think people support it because it was my first time, but I think the content kind of like, uh, blackballed me, you know, you know, in a little bit, but I had to bounce back. <clears throat> Episodes was like a compilation of different thoughts, statuses I had recorded and collected over time, and you know, some of it made sense, and some of it was like, mm. and I had also featured poetry and a short story in it, but um, it didn't sell, it didn't do well, and. It's okay. So my baby, out of all eight of my books, you know, uh, it's just the, I guess you call it the black sheep of the family because nobody loves it. <laughs> and then oh, oh, oh. I know, right? <laughs> then it came to the next book. Wow. A friend of mine said, um, to, uh, why don't you do a book of short stories? because I wanted to do erotic poetry. I said, I guess I could. I ain't never done this before, so I went to talk with a group of guys, and they told me some of their intimate stories. Like, you know what? This would make a great book, because I ain't never heard men open up about their sexual encounters. So we got sent down, started interviewing, started talking. They didn't care if I took the story, because they wanting to keep their their story anonymous. They didn't mind open up. They just didn't want to be revealed as who they were. So the exactly. thing and next thing I know, there's a sex secret is based on true events was born. Me and Talisha Mallory had fun with that one. We went writing together for for a few more books. Passions, Love Poetry, Art of Me writing the Christopher Kaiser and Kaiser Riffick. And there was Sex Secret too in between the sheets. It was our last book together. Um, as far as the Dirty Little Sexy Group series, it was they actually opened eyes, and it was I, I'm like, yeah, I was being called Mr. Zane, and like Mr. Zane. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a new one, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I can definitely believe it, Kaiser. Definitely from just the acclaim that even the dirty little sex secrets based on the tree then 
received not only locally, not only within the United States, but also overseas, including Australia, and even having the opportunity to even future one local television show. So let me know how that was, because I know you said that was a very exciting pivotal point for you. Also opened up some additional relationships there for you. So when you got caught on that local TV show to speak about the dirty little sex secrets, what came to your mind, Carson? I was like, wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was a really wonderful thing. Like, finally I get the point. I actually speak out of what I wouldn't want to talk about for so long. Let me stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I had fun. Um, sitting there taping, nervous is all I do it, but I mean, I actually opened up and I was talking with it, and it got really curious, and they was listening to like, yeah, you spoke the politics of the book. Well, let's get down to the nitty gritty. And I'm like, oh, oh. I said, oh. you, really <laughs> you really want to know about the book? I think you should get some copy today. But uh, what? <laughs> it was re- it was really 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 fun. Um, Benita Agrinula, she's a wonderful person. The Benita show, Benita show was really fun to do. Um. It, prepared, it actually, it was, a, it was practice because I had never done television before. So to get the start of being on a television show was funny. It was cool. Cool experience. Cool it definitely sounds like it, and I'm so very glad you had those various opportunities, Tyza. Now, just as myself, you also had the opportunity to serve as a co-host on the Blog Talk Radio. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And how was that experience? I know you had the opportunity to interview with actors, authors such as we're doing today, comedians, poets, and an array of other celebrities as well. So how was it to get that additional skill up under your belt and be able to reach out to masses over the open mainstream radio there for you? You know, doing a D-hour show, I was, I was like, I wasn't sure if I could do radio because I had never done it before. You know, I just keep going with the flow. You'll get the hang of it. And after a while, I start sitting in. And we come with different segments. We talk with different questions. And my questions will come right at the moment of actually talking with the celebrity. You know, um, it was fun. And that was fun. Um, I loved it. And it was just something that was new. And it was never dull. Never got dull because everyone we talked to, always cool. I talked with uh, Carl Anthony Payne from Martin, who played Cole. I talked to uh, Eric Robeson. I actually got to oh, meet wow. him later on. So that was cool. Um, Karen White. Um, the lady who played Zane. I'm like, you know, like, it was so many different people. It was, uh, it was awesome. I miss those times when at the same time, we're working on the show. It took away a little bit of my time to um, to perform. So I missed a lot of open mic shows, but and I and I stepped away because I had a lot of situations going on with family. But actually, I come back every now and then to celebrate with the show. But uh, it was really, it was really fun. I miss it. And, you know, I'll, I'll have thoughts about doing my own show again in the near future. It was a learning experience. Mm. 
Well, I definitely welcome it, and I look forward and anticipate the opportunity where you'll be able to provide your very own platform over the air. Now, I know a little bit earlier in this conversation, you indicated that, you know, people looked at you and compared you to being Zane, and then it's Zane in essence. So to actually have the opportunity to meet Zane in person, let us know how that felt for you. You know, you're from being compared to someone and actually being able to meet them real time. Well, I actually get to meet her. I actually got to meet the actress who played her on her um, Zane Sex Chronicles. It was actually her. I talked with Zane before years ago on Black Planet. Um, Zane is really nice. She's really down to earth from what I remember. But um, I did not know it was going to be there, but to be compared to her, it was like really, really wonderful. She's very gifted and very, very talented. So I really appreciate her. Indeed, she is, and I'm so very glad that you can have the opportunity to pay tribute and homage to her. Now, a lot of times, like you say, things take you away, take you away from being able to go to the open mics and things of that nature. Now, even for me as a single mom, it becomes a balancing act, you know, being able to take care of the two little ones, be able to host two different radio shows, have the opportunity to try to get some, some open mic venues here as well. How have you been able to balance that? How have you been able to balance the writing of the book, going on to the open mic shows over the radio, actually being a part of live physical open mic shows as well? How do you do it? Um, it's been it's a juggle, and it took years to actually learn. So I actually got the hang of it. So I make sure that I get to this show if it's this day or I'll see or map out and I had to start learning how to set appointments for what I wanted to do in that light just to make sure I make it to the show. And I had to keep in mind and let people know, yes, I do support. Yes, that's one of the Kaiser who things he does support. So to be out there and to support, that was a must. And, and, you and I love it. <laughs> and that's truly something I really greatly appreciate coming from you and hearing that from you. Um, we actually have God's supported child, and she says her favorite word is support. And she does a fabulous job of it. So definitely a big shout-out to Poet Sister. God's for a child because at the end of the day, if we don't have that support, honestly, Kaiser, where would we be really to be able to go? Now, I know right now we're definitely speaking to and celebrating at this time what I love about you. So I do want to give you the opportunity definitely to kind of give the people on the phone lines, those in the chat room, those that may be listening to the archives as well, give them I guess you could say like a commercial, a promo for what I love about you. Well, women are the world's most precious gift in the world. And what what woman doesn't want to be appreciated or acknowledged? So what I love about you is a, a collection of poems written from a man's perspective of showing his appreciation towards women, showing the and showing the love, the 
revealing her value, her knowledge, her her worth, you know, showing the significance of who what who women are, you know. This book is about you. This book is about every woman out here. Um I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't say this is out of all April, this is one of the most beautiful books I've ever written, in my opinion, because I touch on life issues. Women have dealt with rape. Women have yeah. dealt with being classified or discriminated or looked upon because they're a woman. Women have dealt with cancer of all sorts, especially breast cancer. Um, to have a breast removal, a mastectomy. Uh, to actually adapt to life, to actually dealing with being a single mother, some of women, and raising children on their own, and not being the knowledge of being the mother who they are. Some go through in everyday life and not having the person that they want in their life, not having children, not having anything. All they have is just their careers. Every woman is different. Every woman experiences differently. Um, and I wanted to show my appreciation and my gratitude because you all are worth it. Without a woman, I would honestly say it wouldn't be me. Mm. Deep, deep and deep, Kaiser. And being able to look within yourself and be able to make that analysis an absolutely amazing thing. Definitely what I would say and consider to be the words of an Ephesians 5 man, Kaiser. So I, I thank you for that. Now, I'm going to ask you for a little favor, if that's okay, Kaiser, because I still want these people to come out and get the book. I don't want them to feel like they can get the book over here on the radio tonight in inspirational expressions. But I love the opportunity for you to get I can snip it. And even if you break up the piece, so if you give, like, the first stanza, of the piece, but kind of going through each of the various stages is you're a multi-author, you know, not just a one-time, not just a two-time, but an eight-time author. So we could get your favorite pieces out of those particular eight books broken up however you want to deliver it, but I'd like for us to be able to dig deep within Kaiser, and I want to end, of course, with what I love about you. Okay, okay. Um... I want to do a piece from what I love about you, if that's possible. Absolutely. Okay. One of the women I love, and about her, she was phenomenal. Was Maya Angelou. And when I heard her words of her passion, I immediately started writing because just to think about who she was. She was the greatest woman, and to to read about her life and to see the adaptation of her life was really touching to know where one is, to know where they're going, to know where they'd be. And that's who she was. And I loved it. So I wrote this piece and it's for and it was really I decided to put in what I love about you. It's called Maya. And it goes a little something like this. Bear with me. She was our black queen, our Poetry queen, a phenomenal queen, and now this queen is in heaven reciting to our king. She knew why the king first things expressively wise with her words as she said great things. 
Never afraid to tell the truth and shame the devil. After why her work was left for many generations to follow. She was one poet that knew her purpose to her art and life on so many levels. Her family and close friends knew her as Marguerite, but the world knew her as Maya. Either way, we love this woman as she loved us, to inspire us, to motivate us, to uplift us, most definitely to educate us. Not only was she a poet, but an educator. Taught women that they, too, can be phenomenal. And as she said, still I rise, gave us meaning of new hope. Not only Maya was there with us through the struggle or taught us how to deal with it as we cope. Maya Angelou was more than a woman. She was a matriarch of history. For, our, for us poets, our mother of poetry. She lived through the movement. She was a perfect example of true art. A woman of her own kind. Simply a beautiful woman with all hearts. That was absolutely divine. Is in peace. I love that. I, I truly do, Kaiser. And I too, when I heard of the passing of Maya Angelou, it was deeply a saddening moment. But I, I truly know in my heart that Maya Angelou had well surpassed her mission in life to be able to touch lives to be able to inspire, motivate, uplift, and educate, as she did so very eloquently. And she also provided lessons, milestones, little nuggets of wisdom along the way to many near and far. So I love the tribute to this phenomenal queen, even dissecting and going to I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. And one of my favorites, Tell the Truth, Shame the Devil. And I love how we even went to going back saying that she motivated, knowing how indeed she impacted your life personally, and knowing how she impacted the world, but within the statement of still I rise, it's uplifting within its very own right for those that feel the need to just throw in the towel, for those that feel the need to give up, for those that feel like the world has just stomped and beat them down, still I rise. Still our rise to become an actual statement of affirmation for them each and every day. My answer was indeed the matriarch of history, and I couldn't have said it better. She is an example of a true heart, divine, phenomenal queen. Thank you so very much, Kaiser, for starting us off with a piece from our newest, best creation, speaking to the women. Y'all hear that so many times, women, we, we get frustrated. We say we don't get appreciated enough. We don't get acknowledged enough. Well, guess what? Kaiser has made a point and a purpose to divulge that because he wants to show you that he appreciates you. And what I love about this, Kaiser, just in speaking to my Angelo, you're able to speak of the past, the women that have made miraculous steps in the coming of society have fought some of the battles that allow us to have a pavement, to allow us to have a road that we can walk on while our birth yes. can now sing. You speak to the women of the past, but you also speak to the women of the current. And I, I fell in love, actually, with even just the cover of this book because it almost puts you in the mind of a flower, something that has to be nurtured, 
have to be protected against the storms of life. One that you can watch grow and it becomes a very beautiful, beautiful product, such as a Proverbs 31 moment. So I thank you so very much for initially getting us started into this particular piece. Now, Kaiser, I got through your album and I was actually looking at your photos and I fell in love. I'm not even going to lie to you. I saw the one where you had Kaiser Rissick out there on the sidewalk as though, you know, you were right there. And you know what? Although it was there, I think when we speak things into existence, it happens. So Mm -hmm. I look forward to the opportunity that I can walk down and I can say, hey, I know that, brother. That's Christopher Kaiser right there. So (laughs) I applaud you for living it into existence. You have a lot of new projects coming up with the My First Love is Poetry series that's coming up. I'm definitely with the wonderful opportunity to speak to different areas. There's actually a trailer um, of your book, What I Love About You, and I want everyone to take the opportunity, if you've not already seen it, um, to definitely look at it. Featuring Woman by Raheem Devon. And it's actually available on YouTube, and not only available on YouTube, but it's also available on his page. If you're not already linked up with Christopher Kaiser on Facebook, please do. If you're not already a fan of Kaiserific, please do so as well. And keep in mind, while you're around looking at these things, make sure that you order the new book. It is available on Amazon.com. So please make sure that we continue to support him in every walk that he has. The author page will allow you to see what all he has coming up, you know. I know it's very hard to keep up with artists when you get to meeting so many, but Kaiserific has made a one-stop area for you that you're able to get information about it via DVD or, or CD or anything of that nature will be available right there for you. I love how you even ensure that you're supporting other artists as well. Even, for example, when we spoke to the collaboration with A Rose is Still a Rose. Yes. So you have the opportunity of working on. So I definitely wanted to give you an opportunity to speak to the collaboration there and, of course, saying tribute to your friend, author Anthony Antmoreau, as well. Yes. You know, A Rose is, a Rose is Still a Rose is a beautiful book. And it was beautiful, especially for the fact that we got to come together as one one unit, one unity, one family. And, and it's funny, we all sit in the chat and we discuss a book, and even after that now, we still <clears throat> chat with each other. And, um, you know, Aunt and Nicole, all everybody has input, and we love it. You know, it's a really wonderful book. It's really touching. Um the two pieces I contributed from the book was one was called um, Stripped, and a poet by the name of Shay Brown from here. And she's traveled a lot as well as out of town. She's like my, she's another one of my sisters, and she's also on the book cover. And she challenged me one day, and she said, you need to write deep from your soul and let your pen cry for me. And I didn't know how to open up or express what I've been feeling. And so when I did it, I'm like, wow. Kind of love me, kind of feel some type of way, but it was cool. And I had no issue with it. And I felt it was good. It was a good contribution to the book. And I also wrote, um, 
I am the target. And that was written during the whole time of the whole Michael Brown incident and to actually have it in my own city to for them to riot, for this young boy to die and to lay there in the street for four hours. Mm. Touched my heart. You know, I know of his dad, I know of his mother, and I know this is not what any parent would want to see. A child lying dead in the street for four hours, and they took forever getting the coroner there to get his body up out of there. You know, that was, what, what are they trying to say? Hey, if you do something, this is go, how you're going to end up. you trying to show an example for us? No. This is not the image that our children need to see. This is not this is not the image that some of our adults need to see. And, and you're right. Totally the feelings that happen, and so you're absolutely correct, Kaiser, because the feelings that went on with Mike Brown, and we speak specifically to Mike Brown, but there is so many families, unfortunately, that have seen their children during that had to witness their children there dead on the ground, on the pavement. I even want to speak to Tyrone West as well. Um, his sister Tawanda is still fighting for justice. So they're still not holding anyone accountable for the death of her brother. And unfortunately, this happens more than not. And to be able to speak to that cousin and say, I am the target, Unfortunately, in this day and age, so many feel like, you know, I am that target. It could have been me. It still can be me. What if it's you? What if it's your child saying I can't breathe? What if it's your child that the news is publicizing in such a negative light? when they take the opportunity to go through Facebook profiles and not pick those images, you know, which you're doing your best, that debonair character, but showing sometimes those negative lights of you. How would you feel if this was your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your uncle, your fiancé, your mate? I am the target. It, it speaks volumes. And I thank you for that. And as we speak about different areas in which you've actually cascaded in your book, I wanted to give you the opportunity to speak to my epiphany system as well. Um, Sister Taraji, in which I do love her to life. And, you know, she comes on so magnificent, even with her PSA pieces, and she has a voice that can be heard everywhere. I, I want to give you the opportunity to speak to she is not a pet. And believe me, she's not just a Taraji. She is not. Wow. It was funny. The same time that I wrote, I am not the, I am the target, I wrote, she is not a test. And in that time frame, I was very, very down with the whole Mike Brown incident going on. And it was just depressing to see and to hear everything that was going on at the time. And it just broke my heart. So I had to, I, I was talking with her, and I was very uplifted at the time. And she just 
smoothly. And you know, we've been friends for a long time now. And I, I, I said I wanted to do a piece of I heard because it was like really, 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 really touching. So when I wrote She's Not Test, I'm going to, you might have to read a little bit of it, do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I do not, not at all. The stage okay. is yours, my love. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> she is not a test. I warn you that she is not a test. She is her own revolution, not a detail or an illusion. Her words spit out like fire with mass fusion. What a message and a definition of whom she is, who she is, creates the conclusion. Never a needy or a mad sister. Never the sad sister. Always the glad sister. But a friendly kind of sister. She is not on that game targeting black or white, but the one that surfaces anything from the dark into the light. And she does, and what she does to help our people is out of sight. A woman serving the people during the day but as a mother always by night. Go ahead, sister, do your thing. It's dope, fresh, tight. And I started thinking about her more and more as I got into writing it. It was just like, yeah. And when I, when I got a fresh, I, I started writing the draft to it. I'm like, mm, this is good, this is good, this is good. And I don't freehand as often as I should. But I was freestyling with on, on pen and paper, and so when I finally got to type it out, that's when all the uh, final um, parts come into play. But it it, came, it started talking. Words talked to me, so it was talking to me. It was telling me it may be like this. It needs to change like that. It needs to look like this. It needs to look like that. And. Thus, she is not Tesla's boy. And when I read it to her on a, on the radio show, she was shocked, and she was very very honored. And she was I very, bet very, you are. Yes. Just knowing the spirit of Sister Tavaji, and definitely just the personality mixed in, she is truly indeed a queen. So I thank you for taking the time to pay tribute to such a noteworthy queen, phenomenal in her own right. Now, as we speak to the queens, because I do want to pay a lot of focus to the most recent book, and what I love about you, you took the opportunity to think, to dig deep about various women in which you wanted to select, highlight, and catch eight as you showed their appreciation. Now, in doing so, I know that there's different inspirations, different concepts that are derived as well. Can you give us some songs or maybe even some music artists or singers that actually kind of helped you come to the concept behind what I love about you? Oh, wow. I think about music. I listen to a lot of different music. Um, always is going to be Michael Jackson in, in, in the radio, no matter what. But doing certain stuff, like um, when I wrote, wrote the piece called Dimes of Hip Hop, Rap, and R&B, I thought about Queen Latifah, um, Lauren Hill, 
Aaliyah, Steph Curry, right there alone. Those four who I wrote about touched me in a lot of ways. Alicia Keys came to mind when I wrote um, this poem called uh, You and I, and that's, that's from my book, um, Passions Plus Poetry. And um, her song, Unbreakable, came, came in the mind of that, and that, and that, and that aspect. And I was just recently thinking about them, like, hmm, that sounds good. And it came, it came to me like, like it just kept coming. A lot of people um, were touching me. It, it varied. When I listen to music, I listen to a lot of different people. Eric Robeson was one. Um, after meeting him, you know, I started to really listen to his music more. The words, the thoughts, the vibes. Angel of Star is also a feature in the book. So remembering back to when she was rapping on stage and her her work with, with uh, What About Us, you know, for help black men to come back into the neighborhood, that was another inspiration to write about her. There's a lot of different people, Janet, Nina Simone, you know, Horn. I'm listening to a lot of people in the middle of the night. I listen to my 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 music is a selection varies at one to three o'clock in the morning. So yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. It well. sounds like, and you named some very very great artists there, and I actually put in some songs um, by those artists. Definitely trying to get those individuals following the event page some food for thought. Um, specifically with Nina Simone, Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood, and Alicia Keys, Unbreakable. Now, do you know what I want to let everyone on the line know? Because we're probably not even aware, and it's sad to say that, you all, but do we realize what March is? It is our month to be appreciated. It's Women's Month. So let me ask you this. Did did you plan that, or did it just kind of, divinely flow um, that it's at this time we're able to celebrate what I love about you or did you already have that in the mind frame? Um, what I love about you is when originally released on my mother's birthday which was February 12th. Um, a lot of times I let things just flow accordingly and it just will happen that it happened to fall right into Women's History Month and it was a blessing to have that because of the fact that that's that's even more appreciate appreciating women even better. I'm like, it was right it was right on time. So I was I was happy for that. Indeed, it was right on time, and I know, like you said, with your mother's birthday and paying tribute to her as well. So I thank you for being able to appreciate the woman that gave you life that birthed you. And even as we talk about February, you know, that's still the month of love, as we so-called the world makes it. Of course, we should celebrate love 365 days a year to be real people, but February is known as the month of love. I did also ensure everyone that I did put the link um, to the book um, because we've heard so many great collections right now um, coming from Amazon.com where the paperback version is available for $14.07. 
Um, also, you're able to share the feedback because we want to get the good works, you know. And it's not a big, big read either at all, you all. And when you're learning about the appreciation, honestly, you can't stop. This book is only 206 pages. So this is something that I know that you all will skim through very, very easily because as you learn about the truest appreciation of you, it never stops. Now, with this, what I love about you, let me ask you this. Have you been doing any type of book tours? Do you have any book tours planned as well? Well, we were working on, I'm working on, along with my manager, Belby, for uh, the Honest Entertainment, we're working on, I'm creating a What I Love About You book tour where I want to come to a few cities. So anybody who wants me to come to their city and perform, Please contact your people that have contact mine. Um, what the concept of the show will be, I'll be performing pieces from the book as well as some of my earlier pieces from Passions of Poetry um, and a few of the other books I've ever done, um, such as uh, my very first poem called uh, One Child. And, you know, have some fun. We do interviews where... People can actually sit there and ask questions and want to know things and ask me questions. And, you know, we can end it off by taking pictures and I sign their copy of the book. And hopefully we get a What a Love About You CD out, which will be some of the poetry feature behind some of the greatest music that I want to record on. So, you know, we, we, we're trying to get that together now. I'm, I'm very excited to look forward to it. So if anybody wants to... Um, Invite me to the city, and they got venues that would love for me to come out and actually perform. Um, please hit me up, and we, we can get that something set up. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Well, I am sure that you will be cascaded everywhere. So I definitely am very excited to hear about this CD and the future projects that you're looking to have. That's what it comes with what I love about you and the various additional work that you do have as well. Now, you also have some links in which people can follow up with you because it goes beyond one masterpiece because he kind of is creating masterpiece after masterpiece after masterpiece. So if you've not already had the opportunity, please make sure that you're following this gentleman, whether it be at Twitter at Kaiserific80, Instagram, Kaiserific Live, Kaiserific YouTube, Kaiserific Reverb Nation, Kaiserific SoundCloud. And we even have his very own website being www.kaiserific.com. And if you do want to link up with him, I know some people, not everyone has Facebook. You know, needless to say, it's hard to believe, but some people just have not yet taken to social media. So if you would like to still reach out to him, please email him as well at kaiserific at gmail.com where he is continuously branding himself so you will definitely be able to link up with him. I am so so very proud of you. I love that you're continuously pushing this. I love the support that you are giving to everyone. You know, every time I go to your page, I'm seeing the support that you're rallying for other artists. Now, let me ask you this, because a lot of times, you know, people get a little distraught. People get a little, you know, like, uh, I was trying, I'm tired of working, I've gotten denied. And as you just spoke to growing up, you know, and speaking to the various projects that you worked on, 
some books not being as accepted as others. What is it that you can encourage others to keep them pushing? What is it that made you continue when it seemed like the whole world was giving you a setback? I say this. If you strongly believe in your gift, you're a child, you should never give up no matter what. Because people are going to try their best to knock you down. They're going to try to do everything to keep you from doing it. You need to you know, never be a quitter. I, I, there's been times I could say, and I was thinking about this before the show even started, I'm like, wow. It's really hard to get people to come support me locally because of the fact that they don't support you until you make it big or or so. Um, and that includes family as well, you know. I love my family at the same time. I get angry with them. Who doesn't get angry with their family? I say to anyone, yeah. never give up. Push hard. If you don't feel you did right with this, Work on the next one better than the, than the last time. You have to keep succeeding. You have to keep building yourself. And after the second book flopped, I did not actually stop. I kept going because of the fact that I know I can do better. I keep telling myself I can do better. Regardless of what my mental state at the time was, I felt I can always do better than the last time. And believe it or not, I love what I love about you more than I do Dirty Little Sexy, Chris. And I was dirty little second sick. It was my baby for a long time. And I guess this is the content of the book for me to talk about sex in one book. It's, 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 a, it's an eye giver. It's a attention grabber. But to for me to sit and talk about women and their significance and their their value, their worth, their 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 existence to this life is even greater. And I was talking, I put the status up one day. I said, ladies, do you know how you are to the world? And the ladies that did comment, they didn't feel they were as important to anybody. And that kind of shocked me. Uh-huh. I said, we got to do something. We got to do something about that. We got to make some changes because this is not right. See, not only in this book did I talk about the placement of women in the society, I was not only did I talk about the rip life issues, I got into talking about the dating issues because. Men has a tendency, some men have a tendency to use lines on women to get what they want from every time, and I want to break that, that bad cycle because when guys like me come along, what I hear is, I heard it before, you sound like everybody else. I don't want to deal with you because you just sound, you, you, you ain't no different from the rest of these dudes. Blah, 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 back and forth, okay? Well, so... <clears throat> I wrote this 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 poem called Can I? And I thought about the late Eddie Kendricks. And he had a song called Can I? I like Can I because of the fact that I had a whole bunch of questions that I wanted to ask a woman. I sat down and wrote a poem called I Wish Her to Be in this book because this is what I wish my future woman to be. I love me some Michelle Obama. Believe it or not, I don't care what the Univision, the host said, he wasn't right. But Michelle Obama's a sexy woman. Rock, if you're listening, please don't get mad. <laughs> just, just know you're lucky. Just know you're lucky. 
But that's what respect is due. So I appreciate that. And I'm sure Barack can appreciate that as well. I love for such a divine queen. Now, one thing that I wanted to do before I open the floodgates here um, and allowing the artist to come on and ask you any questions that they may have or provided with any feedback, Kaiser, I wanted to show you my appreciation because I actually went through and I selected a poem, one of my favorites that I would like to deliver. Now, once again, everyone, I did not write this piece. This is Kaiser. This is just enigmatic mahogany delivering it. And what I would like to ask of you, Kaiser, is if after I do this piece, if you can take us back to your very, very first point. And then we'll go ahead and open up the flood lines. Once again, everyone, this piece was personally selected and picked by none other than yours mm-hmm. truly, Enigmatic Mahogany. She shared all her smiles with him. When I, when I felt she should have been smiling with me, she and my eyes were more to me than that dude's ill-fated fantasy dream. I believed more in her as she believed in he because she was supposed to be with me. I would have given her my world placed her inside my favorite colors, giving her the key to my heart because I loved her. I loved her like I love no other. I made it all about her while she made it all about he because she was supposed to be with me. She's all in his pictures on the book like this dude is really off the hook when she should have been giving me that look. So it could have been my heart that she took. Now this dude took the heart of the woman I love you because she was supposed to be with me. This dude act like he was right for her when I was the one that inspired her, giving her all the diamonds and mink furs because I captured everything that I loved about her. She was supposed to live out with me and my legacy because she was supposed to be with me. She meant more to me than being eye candy, more than a one-night stand. We were supposed to always walk hand in hand, taking on every battle or war in the we could land, maybe I'm being selfish about she, because she was supposed to be with me. She's supposed to be my dreams, the light at the end of my tunnel, my hope, my self-esteem, my world inside everything. Now she's another man's queen, making him feel like a king. Maybe this is too much for me, because she was supposed to be with me. She was supposed to be the final verse to my coin. Every word that I felt for her, I, I would have lived up to them. As I waited on her, that I left my door open to be there when I got home, but now you're laying in another man's arms. Maybe I'm going overboard about she, because she was supposed to be with me. My lover, my best friend, the lady that drives my Mercedes-Benz, my woman who I made sure that she had some Benjamins. Maybe I'm thinking too much of what this is supposed to be. She was supposed to be with me. Wow. That go going. That's what I'm talking. Wow, wow. Hear my poem. Wow, that was, that was lovely. And I just wrote that early, like early this year. Wow. wow. Yes, I am pick that one. I love that one because I, I believe that that is a true testament to how a lot of men be feeling, you know, and they boys be making them feel like they're going overboard. But it's a transparent piece, and that's one thing if you. Don't remember anything else about Enigmatic Mahogany. I believe the true essence of a poet, of a writer, of an author, a playwright, a dancer, a singer, and all the many talents that Mr. Kaiserific brings is the most beautiful characteristic is to be transparent, not worried about the naysayers, not worried about what anybody else may think 
or feel, but being honest to one's own self. So I thank you for having that piece available for me to share. I loved it very much. Thank you. You know, it, you know, it's, it's really amazing to hear you say that and hear you perform the piece because one of my goals in the upcoming future, which I'm starting to work on something right now, is I, I know a lot of poets take in originality for their own writing, but I wanted to transition and do a crossover like what musicians and songwriters do, and I want to start writing for other poets. So I started, um, I am in the process of finishing up a poem that I wrote for my manager, Belle B, because she, she can perform poetry as well, and I, I want to see how that turn out. So um, I'm looking forward to, to working on that kind of project, too. But that was wonderful. I was like, I was sitting there listening like, wow. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm all into it, like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a bit with him, see, I love it, and I thank you so very much for allowing me to deliver that piece tonight. And Kaiser, before we let these floodgates in, because a lot of times, you know, to appreciate where we are in this thing, we have to go back to our very beginning. So I want to give you the opportunity to highlight, to cascade, to bring back your birth, that very first piece. Thank you. On the very first piece, um, I wrote this at age 11 in the spring of 1992. Since then, I have updated it and and, and, um, and revised it. It's called One Child. And during that time, I was going through changes as who I was as a boy, kind of turning into a young man. And it's funny, I'm at the age, at the age, at the time that my son's about to be. So this is this is unique. And I can share this with him in a little while when he turns 11. So the poem goes like this. I am a shy child, a quiet child, a lonely child, a child, and this is and that is me. Not much for words, not awful arguments, fights at the best of me. I'm crying at it. Go to school where the kids were so cruel was exactly enough for me. Too much for one to take. To be teased about my voice, to be teased about the way I talk was simply enough for me. I can't help that I'm different from any. I'm only a little lonely, alone with me, trying to fit in the world by just being me. It's hard out here for a little on me. I want to sing. Dance night away, and when I did that, I did that. People thought I was crazy, but I'd rather do this than to be lazy. So I danced to a rehearsal until I got it right. My family thought my mind was far out of sight, but I was only being me, a young boy with just a dream. I dream for love, yet I dream for peace, but I mostly dream to have just one good friend. Can I have a happy end to make up for the loneliness for the loneliness that I dealt with? I'm only a little lonely, a lonely me, an eleven-year-old boy, just being me. In peace. Mm. 
I love that. I'm so very glad that I chose to have you go back to that initial piece. Because if you speak about being lonely, if you speak about being teased and trying to fit in the world, wanting to sing and dance the night away, you come now as a man to be able to do that. And definitely with you having a son in this world, having to teach him his very own right, he can be whomever he wants to be. He can do whatever he wants to do. And he has to truly be in love with the things that he wants to do and not allow anyone to take him off course. And what I'm actually going to be doing is, well, you are, because this is indeed a family man. Kyle is a poet, an author, a playwright, a dancer, a singer, a Renaissance man, and a father to a son that he loves so dearly. I actually fell in love with the happy 10th birthday video that you posted. So I'm definitely going to make sure we get this up in here because it is absolutely beautiful and amazing. Before opening the lines, I just want to take the time, Kaiser, to thank you for coming on tonight. I thank you for placing time in your schedule to giving callers, those in the chat room, more about you, giving us a bird's eye view to the wonderful world of Kaiser and showing the women such as myself our truest appreciation. And within this book, not only as a man and as a gent does he appreciate you, he lets you know what he loves about you. And at the end of the day, women, it should be a mere reflection of what you grow to love about your own self. Once again, Kaiser, thank you so very much. We're going to go ahead and get these callers in so the questions can be presented and also so they can gift back to you showing our truest appreciation. You know how we do it throughout Poetic 10. Let's go ahead and open up the first mic. Let's see who we have on the line. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Inspirational Expression. Who do I have on the line tonight? Hello, hello. This is God's Poetic Child. Hey, God's Poetic Child, my dear. How are you, my dear sister? I'm good. How are you? Blessed and highly favored. Thank you so very much for your support. As Kaiser was speaking to earlier and sharing the show, I did see that post, so know that you are greatly appreciated. Words and thank you to never be enough for our appreciation for you this evening. Thank you for joining in tonight. And did you have any questions or comments for Kaiser this evening? Um. What was your biggest struggle in life? Wow. Thank you for calling, by the way. The biggest struggle in life was... um, The biggest struggle was to be accepted by people because people knocked me down so badly as a child. And as a child, I always tried to wonder, like, am I really such a bad person? You know, but that was just a child thought, you know. And... When I turned 21, I said, that's when I, when I just, I'm fully grown life. Like, get everybody. I can do what I want to do. But mm-hmm. I think it was harder because of the fact that as a kid, you hear, oh, you talk white. You don't talk ebonics. You know, you sound gay. You this, you that. And it hurt me so much. I went through a depression at 12 years old, and I was hospitalized mm-hmm. for it. I don't tell to me through that because I don't want people to think that I'm, some kind of nutsoid or schizo or whatever. 
how they 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 twist the story all around and make it even more what it is, you know. But I think it was a biggest struggle because I wasn't like the girl magnet. I wasn't the I wasn't like the um, I was popular in a way, but then again, I wasn't popular. So the mm-hmm. exception was was one of the struggles. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm actually dealing with exception, but my situation is a little different from yours. But it's similar. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Good luck to you in your situation. Oh, you want to hear my situation? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. This is a total fire. Well, um, I know some people might not might not um think I do, but I actually have a, a really, really bad attitude. And I know it's quite kinda of like unbelievable. But um it's um I deal with this at home and with my closer friends and I I have like a really, really bad attitude and people can't accept it, so I got um kicked out a couple times and my friends stopped talking to me at one point. So they couldn't really accept who I was. But I do have this one friend that, that do accept me for everything, but I still give her a bad attitude anyway. I don't know why I do it, and she's still my friend, so. Because <laughs> that's a true friend. Yeah. She's loving you unconditionally. Do you, do you matter ask what causes you to have, like, this attitude? Uh, that's, that's, that's kind of, uh, um, I know that life has a lot of struggles. I know a lot of times I used to feel like I was walking with this big old trunk on my back and everybody mm-hmm. was piling their weight of life on my back and then every time it get heavier and heavier and I'm walking down this hall with this trunk on my back. I mean, I would tell you like this, life is short. Mm-hmm. Appreciate all the people in your life that are being good to you. Because in this life we never know who we need, and and, right. and I don't know I don't know what your religious faith is, but God is love, and God taught us to love. Right. God put love in our hearts, and from the sound of you, sound like a beautiful spirit. I I pray that whatever you're going through, that you can get through it and overcome it. Because I wouldn't want you to be alone in the end from everybody mm-hmm. walking away. Like you know, hey, she. She did this to me, and she had it. Like, I don't want to fool with it no more. And that's how it be sometimes. Um, right. I wish you the best in your life, and I thank you so much for calling in. It's really. You're welcome, and thank you for sharing your words. I appreciate it. You. And God toward a child, I also want to take the opportunity to thank you for calling into the show. And not only that, but to allow yourself to be transparent as well this evening because this is what this show is all about, to be able to inspire, to be able to touch lives, to be able to motivate others. And you know what, honestly, there may be several others that cannot speak to their truth. You know, so many times we try to hide it. And honestly, I would never have had a clue Honestly, because when I speak to you, every time that I see your post on Facebook, it is so extremely positive. But you as a woman, you as a phenomenal queen to be appreciated, 
Because what I love about you is the fact that you can be honest with yourself. You can lie to the world, but you can be (laughs) honest with yourself and to acknowledge that, hey, this is something that I need to work on. I realize that no matter what happens, this friend is always here. I don't know why, but they're always here. So even within that segue itself, that shows your appreciation for her friendship. The way that you share the show that shares your appreciation of the art, of the platform, of the talent. To be able to come on air not knowing who may hear the show, Mm -hmm. that shows the appreciation for those that could take that lesson and incorporate it into their lives. So I thank you so very much, God, for the child. You're welcome. And I actually have one more thing to share. Um, Absolutely. I actually have one friend. I, I still, I'm still going to call him a friend, even though I haven't talked to him in a while. Um, I, I have this thing where I push, like where I push away people, and I kept pushing him away, and he kept coming back. And then, and then I pushed him away this one last time, and he is not even talking to me no more. And he's not even sending me good morning text messages no more. Like we weren't dated, but he was like a really, really good friend. So I just want to tell everybody, if you're dealing with an attitude like this or if you're pushing away people, just stop right now because that one person who was always there for you, sending you messages, um, trying to talk you out of things and trying to help you, keep that person in your life now because I'm just now thinking about it, and I lost a really good friend. Even though I have one friend on my side, I really lost a good friend. I actually liked him too. But anyway, um <laughs> Yeah, I lost a really good friend, so keep that in mind. Absolutely, and that's a very, very beautiful thing that you want to put out there, and it reminds me of a quote, guys, but it's y'all, good friends are like stars. You don't necessarily always see them in that light at that time, but you know they're always there. So don't get to the point where that person is no longer there. Thank you so very much. I love everything that you've brought and everything that you've presented this evening, my wonderful sister. You're welcome, and thank you for having me. As always, my dear. Once again, everyone, that is God's supported child, and as you all hear, her name comes with meaning, God's poetic child. Let's go to our next mic. Let's see who we have on the line tonight. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Inspirational Expressions. Who do I have on the line tonight? We're going to try to unmute them again. I was able to mute God's sweaty cow, but for some reason I can't unmute the next mic. I'm going to try the next one here. <laughs> and if for any reason everyone begins hearing you're unmuted, please don't all focus at one time. For some reason it's not allowing for the mic to be unmuted. I'm going to unmute everyone as possible. I do see Middle Tennessee in the building. I believe that is going to be author Port Ricardo. Looks like I have everyone open. So I appreciate everyone listening and not all speaking at once. So the way that we're going to do this, um, because I don't want to run the risk of not being able to unmute your mic again, um, if we're not speaking directly, mute your mic, please, so that it won't have any interference noises. Central Alabama, we have on the line. Um, are you able to come to the line at this time? Central Alabama going once, going twice. 
gone. And I believe that may be a dear friend of mine as well calling in to support the show. So I definitely do thank you, even if you're not able to speak tonight. Know that your support is greatly appreciated. Next, looks like we have East Virginia on the line. East Virginia, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. And who do we have on the line tonight, love? Who do you have on the line? You got a lot of people Mm -hmm. on the line. Well, East Virginia, why are you trying to play with my emotions? (laughs) You not trying to inspire me tonight? This is Low Keys. How you doing tonight? Oh, it's been a while, Loki. How are you, love? I'm good. I'm good. It's been oh, in the shadows. Oh, my goodness. Definitely a wealthy, wealthy surprise. Welcome back to the Inspirational Expressions. It's always a pleasure to hear your voice and have you on. And tonight, Loki, did you have any questions or feedback for Kaiser this evening? Actually, I was just looking for some poetry, but um, I'm, I don't really have any questions because I don't know, so. You know, okay. stay encouraged. Kind of like this pieces, so I just like you know, stay encouraged. Keep doing what you're doing and everything. But I ain't even go fake the funk. I don't ask questions just to ask them. I don't know them, so I, I haven't really picked that interest. Well, you know, me, I'm gonna chase the all day. I keep it funky. I, I keep it funky. I keep my mouth closed. You know how I do. So <laughs> I love it, babe. Well, don't you go anywhere, low keys, because of course. Once we go through the questions, we're going to allow Kaiser any final words, and then we're going to give back to the poetic pen. So that's where we're going to go into our poet cue. So don't go anywhere, level, okay? I'll try my best. You know, I'm a busy man. I'll just call and just check out a little while before I go to the studio. But And I'll, I'll stay as long as I right. can. All right. <laughs> well, we appreciate that absolutely. We're going to try not to hold you long there, Loki. <laughs> no problem. Middle Tennessee, are you on the line? Yes, ma'am. I'm right here. What's going on, Arthur Ford, Ricardo? What's going on? What's going on? Not too much, my COET brother representing Tennessee. Much love and appreciation to you getting off of work and still slotting through to make it to the show. So I thank you so very much. And did you have any questions or comments from Mr. Kaiser this evening? No, I don't. I didn't catch the beginning of the show. I'm not familiar about exactly what you have going on. Well, you know what I'm going to do for you, Ricardo. You know how I do with every show, whether it be this one or enigmatic expressions, I will be providing archives to the show on everyone's pages. Typically, the way I do it is based on those that call in, those chiming in the chat room, and those that have liked me posting on the event page as it relates to tonight's show. Typically, with talk show, it does take a little longer. So if for any reason it is not on your page tonight, know that it will be there by first thing tomorrow morning. So at this time, what we're going to allow before we go in and go deep with our poetic flow, we're going to allow Kaiser to come back on the line for any final comments, any words that he would like to leave with individuals on the line, or for those that he may play for his friends, you know, who knows? Uh, Are you still there, love? I'm here. I'm here. Everybody's open because I'm I'm afraid to mute it (laughs) and not be able to unmute everybody again. So everyone is on air. Um, But, Tyza, I did want to give you the opportunity for any final remarks. Kind of when you think about when you go to church and you know the pastor come and give the benediction. 
Um, would love to give you the opportunity for any final statements, words of encouragement, any final news bits that you want to put out there before we come back and we give our gift to you through our poetic pen. Wow. I, I just want to say thank you. This is a wonderful show. I've been having fun, and just to sit back and talk and think back, like, wow. Uh, you know, my life is, my life has been interesting. Um I, I want to say thank you to everybody who everybody's out here who's inspiring, no matter what. You do what you do, keep doing it, whether you're in the studio recording it, music, making music, you out there on the stage, every chance you get, that's that's that's, that's just something you got to do. If that's where you want to be in your life, do it. Don't hold back. Don't don't let nobody discourage you. Don't let nobody do anything. I want to give shout outs to. Um, X Blue Rain, Shay Brown, Ray Cole, Michelle L. Artist, Nia Hampton, Sister Taraji, um, Paige Lane, my friend Victoria, and especially my mother, who made this made this life for me. She was the first woman who taught me how to read and write, and she stayed on me about my spelling. And because of her, this is where I am now. Oh, my son, I love him dearly. And everyone, the artist entertainment, secure entertainment. I love everybody. Home is where your heart is. So find where your heart is and what you do. Find out what your passion is. Make sure this is what you want in your life. Because once you start, there's no turning back. That's all I got to say. No turning back and ensure that you are going with that passion. I absolutely love that. I thank you so very much once again, Kaiser. Um, A couple of things I did want to go ahead and put out there this evening. Um, I got a few announcements um, on the poet organization. For those that have been seeing the various posts by our CEO, Black Ice himself, I'm not sure if you have seen it or not, but he was going up. Um, for the awards, and his picture is actually available. This is the CMA. You all, we are so excited. Hero Records was also in the building. I will make sure um, to post this um, on the page here for you all this evening on the event page, as well as some additional news coming from the Poet Organization. We do have some new tours that will be coming up as well, so please ensure that you'll be supporting Amy Panay and Strawberry Taylor, for they will be on tour very, very soon. So if everyone, if you're not already a part of, at this time, the P-O-E-T, I'm sorry, group on Facebook, please make sure that you are linking up with us because we want to ensure that we're sharing this information as often as possible. So once again, congratulations to my brother, my president, my CEO, my motivator, my inspiration, Black Eye. Congratulations to you, and we do love you. Absolutely. Well, you know what time it is, poets. It is time to go in. If you are looking for your poetry fix tonight, let's get it in. Um, Low keys, if you want to come in, because I know that you will push for time, if you want to give a piece tonight, or were you just wanting that poetic therapy tonight? I was good. I just know, you know, as far as you know, when I get on these shows, it you know, it gets very long-winded. So it's like I ain't going to be sitting on the phone for three hours. 
No, we're not going to have him on the phone for three hours. Let me, let me tell you a little bit about my hobby. Because, low keys, you know, when we first started, you know, it was a balancing act. As Kaiser kind of spoke to, he spoke about, you know, being a family man, having a son. And I have two children, and I got to get up at 545 in the morning. So please believe and know that a show is going to run as close to end time as possible. You know, of course, if there are callers that come in late, I'm not going to deny them, but we're going to be respectful of the time. So we're not going to have you here till 11 o'clock because 545, I don't know if y'all know it, but that come real soon. And I'm trying to get my sleep in, you know. I got (laughs) to get ready at home, so I'm not going to hold you long. Never, ever that. You don't have to worry at all. You know I'm patient. I'm just talking smack. (laughs) (laughs) Well, low-keys, I I definitely love how you keep it, you know, with us, you know. We don't need no chaser because it's always straight with you. So you want to keep it straight (laughs) with us tonight, my dear? All day, every day, 366 and leap year. (laughs) Look at you. Then he put the leap year in there. I'm just saying, y'all. Y'all, y'all better see why they call this man no chase. If y'all, if y'all ready, you know, I'm just giving y'all that warning in advance. I'm just saying the hope of at no chase the radio since he's not putting it out there. I'm gonna put it out there. Um, but definitely, <laughs> definitely want to give him the opportunity because you know one thing I like about what you do, Loki, and this speaks to God for the child, and it also will speak to Kaiser. Love me or hate me, just pick one and be consistent. So as you are struggling with people accepting you and wanting that approval of others, that's a real statement. Love Pretty me much. or hate me, but I'm going to be who I am. So exactly. I thank I mean, you for putting that out there. Hey, that's my thing. It's like you either fucking with me or you're not. Either way, I'm going to keep living. <laughs> <laughs> and that's real. That's real. That's straight, no chaser. Hey. A mess. Well, no chaser, baby. The stage is yours whenever you're ready, love. All right. Well, um, I got some, I got a couple things, but you know, it's um, I haven't even like messed with it in a minute. So, okay, we'll do this. Whatever you want to bring, you got it. I got you. My brother, my sister, my friend, I'm trying so hard to comprehend you. Can you spare a moment of disdain? I mean, I've been unable to refrain from taxing my brain with memories of my mistakes. Singing to me, choruses of chaos, symphonies of shame, no matter the amount of the apologies, the stains of pain still remain unchained, unbridled, unforgiving. Still living locked in the chains of narrow thinking. Still sinking. Weighing some down like anchors. Trying to fly high above the rest. Only to get shot down by our own arrogance. Humility isn't always the most fun thing to learn. But if we stop learning, we die. I mean, come on, for real. Are you tired of dying yet? Living is learning. Ignorance can be the death of you. And it's only then you realize that death is the least biased entity in the universe, and life is so much greater than death. Don't you agree? So what we need to do is understand this. It's time to live. It's time to breathe. It's time to exhale. It's time to finally sit down and have an honest conversation. One love, no chaser. Mm. 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 Mm.
Let's have that conversation. I love how you made it applicable to everyone. I'll tell you, so brother, sister, friend, you know, trying to comprehend is that spare moment of disdain. I love how you're thinking about seeing the chords of chaos. The pain still remains and it's still sinking, speaking to the anchors and being shot down by your own arrogance, you know, and we need to be able to take a look in that mirror, the ignorance and speaking to the death of you. Life no is doubt. greater than death. It is time to live, breathe, inhale, exhale. <laughs> Let's live, y'all. I'm just saying that straight no chaser. Thank you so very much, love. No problem, queen. You got it all day, every day. <laughs> and I do want all to right, finish shot as bro. well. No problem. Thank and you. I, I enjoy yeah. you. I appreciate it. And um, just before I go, just make sure you check me out on blackmusicradio.net. No Chaser Radio has a new home starting on. Well, actually doing a soft launch this week. Uh, got a little confused. My PR, you know, people got me a little, got in, you know, I've got a lot going on. So um, I was thinking we are going to start tomorrow, but we're actually going to postpone. But it's a soft launch next week, so you'll be hearing me on the air. You even got an Android app as well. But I'm on noon to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on weekdays. So, yeah, it's it's official. Yeah, I'm about to really, like, get this going. We're broadcasting to 70 different countries already and counting. So. Oh, I love it. Well, yeah. very, very excited for you, and I thank you yeah. for providing the additional information because we want to make sure we know how to get to you by all means. So once again, no make doubt. sure to support this brother as we ensure that support is what no we doubt. need at all times. Thank no you doubt. so just very much, me. dear. It, just follow me. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Mr. No Chaser, and of course, No Chaser Radio. And the Facebook fan page is, you know, facebook.com forward slash Mr. No Chaser. And I'll take you to everything that's going on with No Chaser Radio. So I look forward to hearing from y'all. And, you know, tweet your uh, your music request too. You know, just tweet the, pat, the pound, you know, the hashtag No Chaser Radio to Black Music Live. Hashtag, and hashtag. I'll make sure. <laughs> Yeah, do that hashtag. So that way I know what you want to listen to. You know, I can play whatever I want to play. You know, it's licensed spins and everything. So just keep an eye out because I got something going on, um, something special planned for poets. I have something special planned for uh, for independent artists. So if you bear with me and ride with me, I promise it's going to be a beautiful journey. So, yeah, stay tuned. We're going to ride with you. We are so definitely going <laughs> to know Speaking and expressions, please feel free to express and share any time you get ready, Loki. And when you express it, just keep it playing with them. I don't need no taste. I'm good with it. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like the page, Lyrical Vibrations, because that's what I'm running a lot of stuff through when I start getting get, get it really going. Just make sure you like the page, Lyrical Vibrations, you know. So I haven't really been pushing it, but you're going to see why in a minute. So it's all love. I lyrical enjoy listening to everyone's poetry. Yeah, and, and I really enjoy just, just, you know, I don't know, just the pens aren't pure like that no more to me. You know, it's like everybody's trying to sound like somebody. So when you come on a show like this and you really hear the purity of a person's pen, it's very refreshing, you know. Uh, it's, it's it's like, you know, I, I'm used to Laston Hughes, and um, lately I've been hearing Laston like, who are you? So, <laughs> so I'm just putting it out yeah. there. <laughs> that's what he said. That's that straight. I'm telling y'all, straight no chaser. 
Hey, let's start right from the heart again because we got to get it. If we if we get it good, you know, if 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 we do it the way it's supposed to be done, the world can't help but get it right. So let's do it. One love. Let's do it. One love, my dear. Thank you so very much once again for coming in and providing and showing that support, and we look forward to being able to support you as well, my dear. All love. All right, all right. That was straight. No taste of low keys in the building. Next, I would like to bring in author poet Ricardo. I realize that he just got in from work and is taking the time to come on tonight. So, author poet Ricardo, would you like to inspire us with your pen this evening? For sure. All right. Peace on what's good tonight for the young world. Oh, okay. For the young generation up and coming. It's called a future. Oh, a future. The stage is yours. Are they the seeds to grow population to the world, the development of the future? <clears throat> Together, he and her are the producers of the world. Are they future lawyers, teachers, preachers, and leaders? We got to teach them not to kill each other because we need them. Without their seeds, there is no growth. Without their youth, there is no hope. We got to tear their souls, cultivate their minds, fertilize their seeds to elevate throughout from inside, to continue to grow and live life refined. They are the future doctors, architects, and engineers. The growth of the future lives right here in the future. They are prosperity to development's needs, to overcome, to progress, and succeed. They are the future. Are the princes and princesses, the kings and queens, the existence of life of things never before seen? They are the future. Like America to the, like America to government crooks and thieves. Are they our future? They are our dream. They are the change from how things are today. They are the future. They are the future. And that's that piece. And that is that piece, Arthur Poet Ricardo, seeking a dynamic piece to the youth. But indeed, they are their future, seeking to the development of our children, for they are the producers of the world, they are the preachers, the leaders, the lawyers to come. And you put out a PSA here, and I appreciate that, you know. Don't kill each other. We need you. And why? You make it very plain. You gave us straight no chase as well. But without our youth, there is no hope. There is no future. So you can be pleaded you to continue to grow. But you are our future architects. You are our future engineers. Prosperity is within your hands, within your reach overcome the obstacles presented before you and succeed. It is the existence of life, the things never seen. Children, you are our future. Thank you so very much, Father Portocada. You're welcome. You got it always, any day, love, and I hope you enjoy the remainder of the show and you get you some rest. All right. Thank you, babe. Absolutely, dear. And we're going to go ahead and go to my dear sister, God's poetic child. My dear, did you want to share a piece this evening as well? 
Yes, I do. All right, dear. Well, the stage is yours whenever you're ready, love. All right. This is called Who Am I? I'm not selfish. I'm not mean. I'm not ugly. I'm not a bad person. I am not disrespectful. Who am I? I am a writer. I am a very creative person. When I want and need something, I work hard for it. Yes, I have a bad attitude. I only have a bad attitude when I feel like people are coming against me. When I'm in my flesh, I spaz out on everybody. I make mistakes. I'm far from perfect. I have insecurities. We all do about something. I love being alone. I go to places alone all the time. Yes, that means even out to eat. I've done it plenty of times. I don't want kids. I'm scared to get pregnant. If I ever desire kids in the future, I will adopt one and give them a life they never had. I love gospel music. I listen to it before I go to sleep to calm my nerves. Yes, I love to listen to rap, R&B, and soul, too. So what? I love shopping. I love wearing the finest, best-looking career clothes, slacks, and a nice, stretchy shirt with flats. On a lazy day, I wear jogger pants. I love putting my hair in the ponytail because I really don't like curling it. Takes too long. I am very sweet, and I love my smile. To me, my smile will make someone else smile. I'm not lazy. I'm a go-getter. I'm out the door if an opportunity pops up. I hate it when people always try to tell me what to do. I'm my own boss, and I do what I want. I don't get along with too many people because they can't handle me. They can't handle me because I'm not trying to be like anyone else but me. I hate it when people don't listen to me. I'm Terrence, a.k.a. Gospel with a child. Who's God's poetic child? Well, she loves to help and to encourage others with her poetry. I guess whatever Terrence does, that's the same thing God's poetic child does. We have the same person, just a different name. And if anyone says they knew me because of however many years they knew me, they don't. I'm only 19, and I haven't even discovered other things about me, so you all don't know me. Who am I? I'm far from perfect, but at least I know who I am and what I want in life. Who am I? I'm God's child. I study scriptures and I pray, yes, for me, but also for other people. Once again, I'm far from perfect, but I'm not mean. I'm not selfish. I'm not ugly. I'm not a bad person. I am not disrespectful. Who am I? I'm far from perfect, but I am a beautiful woman of God. Can't no one tell me about myself and judge me other than God. In peace. I love that and that delivery for yourself was powerful and on point. And it speaks kind of to your own truth that you told a little earlier in the show. Who am I? No, you're not selfish. You're not mean. You're not ugly. You're not disrespectful. And you're not a bad person. I see it. Although I'm not right there with you guys, but y'all, you work hard for the things that you have. And I love how you say, yeah, I got a bad attitude. I'm far from perfect. I love being alone. And nothing's wrong with that. You don't always have to have people around you. And it's okay to know that you don't want kids. And if, for example, you change your mind, you indeed can't adopt. I love how you even spoke to the things that I love to do because, you know, I love shopping. I I frugal shop, though, so I'm the one at the consignment store, at the thrift store. I don't believe in spending all that money. So I love shopping. And on your lazy days, I'm like you. I put on my jogging pants, I put on my stretch pants, and I put these locks in the ponytail. Why? Because I don't feel like doing it. And now I'm not lazy because I'm a go-getter just like you. And you are your own boss. And some people, they don't know you. They don't know how to text you. They can't handle you. 
So they get a little nervous sometimes. And I see a lot of me, honestly, and you at the age of 19, you have such a life to live. And you say, you know what? For people that swear that they know me, they think they do. Well, how can you? Because I still got some me to know, you know. So they really don't know you and they can't judge you. No one can judge you outside of the Heavenly Father up above. And it's a good place to be God's for the child when you say, you know what? Through everything that I'm going through, through all the mishaps, because I'm far from perfect, I know who to go to. I pray for myself. But a beautiful thing that you also do is you pray for your others. So whether it be your enemy, whether it be your friend, and I even encourage you and I ask you, the person you were speaking about earlier that you don't speak with that much anymore, pray about mm-hmm. that relationship. Or it will come back if it's meant to. You are truly on this stage right now. This is your time. This is your season. God puts tests in our lives to allow us to have a testimony. He allows those tragedies, those struggles to come about. And you know what? I'm going to be real with you, God's sporty child. Sometimes what God does, he takes those people away to give you more time to focus on you and him, that intimate relationship that you have with the Father. So just because they're not there now doesn't mean that they're not going to be there you are indeed a beautiful woman of God, hence God's poetic child. Thank you so very much, love. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. All day, every day. And once again, you have a beautiful evening, love. You too. Good night. Good night, dear. All right. Looks like we have one more caller on the line. I told no chaser. I keep it close to the time frame. So we still got four minutes, no chase. We making it do what it do. Looks like we have Mr. DSR in the building. This may very well be Kane Spade. Kane, are you there, love? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, my brother. What's going on? Hey, is that a stop to uh, show uh, support to the show here, P-O-E-T, to you, Enigmatic Mahogany? You know, inspiration always on this show. That's what it is, y'all. If y'all didn't hear what I said when I introduced this man, this is Mr. DSR, but he is the CEO over there making everything happen, providing a platform on the Fire Inc. Even tonight, prior to tonight's show, they had a show, Full Purpose Tent, with Mr. Boston and co-host Queen's Mind. That show airs 8.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Every Sunday, same call number, but the call ID is different, 136054. And I know y'all, when y'all come on here, you're like, she goes through so many promotions. But I assure you, all of this information will also be available on the expression group. I try my best for any invites that are sent to me that I do make that available, and I send that out as frequently as possible. That is just one of the many shows. They have the Afternoon Futures happening over there on Saturdays, uh, hosted by Softly Spoken. Um, just recently, not too long ago, they had Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer on there, Alan Simmons, also known as the Grim Reaper, that was over there. So definitely make sure that you stay up in the lineup. I love everything that they represent and the features that they bring because they give you some dynamic, dynamic interviews. I thank you once again, Kane State, for the platform that you do provide. And tonight, DSR, is you, is you trying to get a fire hot in here tonight? You trying to inspire tonight, love? Yes, ma'am. I'm trying to do a little inspiration on my part. We are ready. I'm ready, love, whenever you are. 
All right. The title of this piece is called A World, A Street. It seems like in life I was in a constant drift. Learned that political views had the rich stay rich. Middle class started dropping in that percent. The poor, no matter what country, it has levels. You're on your low and it can get lower. Each day you get these, you call it a blessing. Remain another day drowning, lost and stressing. Those who minds are shot start to crave a crutch. Sell your own newborn for something white in a miniature plastic bag. Orphans watching the world from cracks in the earth. The dumpster is no place to be given birth. A woman, a rape victim, walking in the street with nothing but a blanket on after talking to the police. Five-year-old saying, fuck you. Two in a dealt. Twelve-year-old pregnant, a father older than me. The homeless getting laughed at for living on the street. Crazed one with a needle containing nays robbing the store just to get drugs. You got thugs raping old ladies, somebody's grandma. You gotta be fucking sick. A dirty old on the corner get driven in tricks. Chat rooms online, come on. You 11, why you talking all that shit? The world, the street, is just twisted. Where do we go from here? DSR all day. And peace. And peace. Giving us the imagery of the world, the street. I love when we think about the constant drift. Think it's the middle class dropping, poor can't get any lower. Each day is a blessing, but sometimes it's the stressing that is brought to the forefront. You took me there, I promise you. It's a feeling, the rage, the anger that came upon me as you talked about selling that newborn for a fix. Spoke to the places in which, unfortunately, births are given, not in the hospital, not in the care and supervision of a nurse and doctor and proper health care, but births being given in a dumpster. Speaking and visualizing the rape victims walking down the street with nothing but a blanket. Speaking to the store of robbery, taking indeed what is not your own. Spoke to the thugs raping the grandmothers out there, the chat room online. Oh my God. Can you believe what you just said? It's the world. It's the street. Somehow, they become twisted in one. Where do we go from here? How do we separate? How do we make them both a peaceful, colossal? Thank you so very much, Mr. D.S.R. Hey, thanks for having me. Excuse me. Enigmatic mahogany, and uh, you know, keep that AKA up with you being a Rwandan poet, and also know that peace is out of my book, Awaken the Poet, available at Amazon.com for those who are interested in purchasing it. Absolutely, and thank you so very much for sharing. As always, I appreciate you, love everything that you represent. And you keep doing what you do because you make it a beautiful, beautiful occurrence. Love you to life and definitely look forward to being able to support you in the future, my dear. Hey, thank you and uh, much love and respect to you and POET, Epiphany, every network. Keep doing your thing. Absolutely. That is the wonderful guidance, the support that we speak of coming to us from the CEO himself, of DSR Chain Stay, keeping it hot, keeping it hot like fire, y'all. Make sure to keep the support going and flowing because it is with the mindset of each of us supporting one another 
that we will be able to continue to put this thing to the forefront. Tonight, it has been a beautiful, beautiful day. We have had the opportunity to get Kaiser Rick over here at Inspirational Expressions as we went through fire episodes, dirty little sex secrets, passionate love poetry, another part of me, dirty little sex secrets part two, another part of me, the writings of Kaiser Rick and the newest edition, What I Love About You, My Appreciation for Women. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight to Inspiration with Questions. It's been a phenomenal occasion. I do ask that each of you, if you have a moment, please head over to Black Isis page, which is once again the CEO of the TOEQ organization, taking over the CMA Awards. We do appreciate and love him for life. I do hope and pray that everyone has a safe and productive week. And once again, as a friendly reminder, everyone, there will not, I repeat once again, there will not be a show next week. Please review the event page for further updates regarding the show scheduling. The plan is to come back the very next Sunday. For anyone else that will be on spring break, please enjoy your spring break and be safe. Much love and appreciation. We just got Kaiserific, y'all. Enigmatic Mahogany, signing out. Good night, everyone.